to stay awake you are disgusting <laughs> hello everyone hello hello this is for our spotify family how are you guys doing because you are listening to we want to give a special thanks to kingdom coffee that has sponsored this episode <laughs> of portals <laughs> Kingdom Coffee. I am your host, Shenanis, and of course, joining me is the leadership of Torque New York, starting with Pastor Nathan Cassis. Bonjour. Pastor Tony Cassis. Marhaba. And Dr. <laughs> Robin Cassis. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I was ahead of self, sorry. I wasn't listening to the Holy Spirit. You gotta right give now. me a chance. Get I might. Get oh, there we go. That's the last time I'm going to I haven't say heard that like said that. here for a long time. No, Look, don't you feel like home? Get I might. Get I might. No, no, you gotta say it like that. Welcome to G'day, Sydney. Mate. Go down and get some steak and kidney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? That's get some steak on kidney. your plate before you wake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Oh, why are you wake? Forgive us. Anywho, on Portals Live via our Facebook, um, we were just kind of recapping throughout the week where mm. we spoke to a pastor in Beirut, um, and we interviewed him. Well, mm -hmm. leadership did. Pastor Tony and Pastor Robin um, did a small interview just to check in to see how he was doing. And it was we were led by the Holy Spirit to offer some s financial support, but also yes. be there for them um, in spirit. So yeah. um, to find out more information, where can they find that, Pastor Tony? If you go to uh, the talk.org website. Slash, slash Beirut Relief. Beirut Relief. You will see a, um, a menu there for uh, financial uh, contributions to the what we call the Beirut Appeal. And, yeah, we'd love to, um, you know, bless the Life Centre Church in Beirut uh, as much as we can. So, yeah, go to our website. Wonderful. Um, again, or uh, download the app, the Talk app, and there's also... Mm. Uh, it's, it's designated by Root Appeal in the Talk app. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, guys, for more updates, again, you can always follow us on our social medias in that way. And make sure you check out our Facebook Live so you can get the inside and outside scoops of what's going on in Talk. So, without further ado, we have a topic for you. 
<laughs> yeah, this one I think might go deep. <laughs> this one's going to go a little deep, so we're being silly now, so brace yourself, because it is called... Majoring on the minors. Does it work? Majoring on the minors. So let's get right into it. Don't, let's not you know waste any time. What does that mean? What, when we were naming this, Dr. Robin, where did you want to go with this one? Well, I think that most times we think that... Uh, if we see all the the minor things that are going on, mm. if we major on them, we can find an answer. Yeah. But if you major on the most important things, mm. then you find the solution for the minor things. And we haven't been doing that. According to God's word, there are two golden rules mm. and they are the major things yeah uh, we were quoting this evening <laughs> um did you want to can i yeah it needs to be jammed oh, yeah. i was gonna i was gonna go, yeah, I know. <laughs> go. roll it over we need a rollover right? hang on i'm not doing any finger things oh, anymore oh, no, 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 keep she my fingers job. away that's from those tight. things that's, that's minor let's yeah yeah it's that's minor, minor. but i don't <laughs> want to see them on we don't there. want to become a major <laughs> yes come on all right go for it past tony the baton uh, yeah, is we were you. we were sharing in both services um the golden rule is loving god with all your heart soul and mind and loving your neighbor as yourself and so um perfect love has to really be manifest in that order you can't really love your neighbor until you've been loved by god and love god back and so a lot of christians are trying to do the horizontal mm. loving which is from person to person without first going the vertical and you know absorbing the love of god now, to those of you who've been Christians for a long time, you might think, oh, well, that's, that's nothing new. But living with the reality of his love is literally freedom. Mm. When we understand the amount of love that the Father has for us, you know, when I think it's um, the Apostle John who says, behold what manner of love is this, that we shall, should be called the sons of God. So what manner of love is it? That's what we need to discover, all right? It's not something that just scratches the, th the surface because God's essence, John the Apostle says that God is love. That means his essence is love. And we are just really on the tip of the iceberg when we talk about understanding the love of God. Again, the Apostle says, it's God's will that you know the height, the depth, the width, the breadth, the length of the love of God in Christ Jesus. Wow. And not many believers even get to, you know, step number one. It's true. Oh, my goodness. So that I made the point, fool. Pastor, um, I think the first step for everyone to be able to love correctly is to be loved, mm. understand that they are already loved perfectly. And I think that, uh, if you don't mind, I'll answer that. And that is uh, we need to get it established that what is major in our lives mm. that produces a solution. Yeah, that's yeah. powerful. And so love is major. Ooh. Right? And 1 Corinthians 13, I can there give my body to be burned, I can give to the poor, 
Speaking know, in tongues I can of do angels. prophesying and delivering and I can give thousands or millions, but if I do not have love, I am no thing. And to add to that, everything else is going to pass away mm. except love. Yep. Love, hope and faith are the imperishables. And they are the abiding abiding realities. realities. So are you playing aerial ping uh, pong? I am. And this sort of came out of a conversation because uh, Pastor Robin and myself were counselling one of our members this week and, you know, we were bringing them into a new understanding of what is God's major, you know, to do in, even to do with this political spectrum because, you know, you could look and you could say, okay, yeah, well, that, that issue is important to me, that issue is important to me. But tonight in our worship, the Lord prophesied through myself as we were singing, you know, I need a bride that's ready. And to be ready oh means you have goodness. to want what he wants, you have to believe what he says, and you have to love what he loves. And so if you want to major on the majors, see, and this is how I explained it to this person, and I'm probably going to get some heat for this, but I said, you know, God looks at society. Well, we need heat. Yeah, it's winter that's good. time. That's right. For us, it's winter time, so get oh, ready wow. to get burnt. <laughs> wow. I said, God looks at society, and what do you think is important to him? Okay? There's many issues across this, you know, broad, like, you know, plethora of issues. But I said, let's talk about the majors of society because there are major things that frame society's foundation. And then from that will come the minor things that, you know, diverge society into different kinds of beliefs. But the major things are, okay, men and a woman, marriage is between men and a woman. Why is that major? Because God instituted that. No man instituted the first marriage. God performed the first marriage between Adam yep. and Eve. The next thing is, you shall worship your God and have no other gods before thee, right? True. The next thing is the sanctity of life. And I challenge people, if we would believe in the sanctity of life, then your other medical issues would get fixed. Yep. Oh because gosh. if you don't believe in the sanctity of life from the beginning, what's going to make you value your medical life in any other case? Oh if you believe gosh. in the sanctity of life, you're not going to fight for euthanasia. You're not going to fight for the legalization of drugs because you believe in the sanctity of life. Wow. See, these are major oh things according to God's view that form life. Now, see, does God care about the economy? Of course he does. But is it a major thing? No. No. Because when you fix the major things, the minor things will adjust. Look, look at your life. When has God ever focused on the minor things of your personality to fix the major heart issues in you? If he did that, then he would have to discard you because the minor things of your personality would disqualify you from the major moves. That's right. My gosh. So the major things form the framework. And if we can go after the major things. So I ask you, you know, what is the major thing? Pastor Tony preached on it tonight, but I ask you in a different kind of, you know, um, perspective. We talk about racism. And it's been a hot topic in the church. What is the major thing that is going to fix racism? Let's talk about in the church first. Because the world, 
Yeah. You know, but let's talk Dif- about in the church. Different situation in the world, but but it Can- should start in the church. Yeah. Let's talk about in the church. Can we be real, real? Is this a is a real, bland real. thing? Like I'm or asking you, what would be your thing. answer? It's a real well, thing. Well, I'm, I'm going to quote. If the spirit of God came answers. to you and said, "Give me the solution." Oh my God! Go ahead. I'm going to quote some solutions that I've seen. Okay. I don't believe in these solutions, but these are the ones I've seen. Go for it. There are so many white christian racists uh-huh. in the church uh-huh. so that we need to deal with them that's okay. one totally, that's one answer totally okay. agree with that by the way i agree with that Got too it. then the other one is that we need to um what was the other thing i can't remember the other thing was it was two of them that i constantly see all the mm. time but that was the biggest one maybe I'll, maybe you'll see it later i'll give you yeah. yeah i'll give you some of the things i've heard which are truth like they are true again they're facts. but they're minors and why i say they're minors is because the scripture says and i'm on i'm gonna keep going with this because this is really what the lord gave me go for it the scripture says you take the axe to the root yeah. and you cut the tree now, mm. why that's important is because the way that we approach life is based on circumstance all the time. We want every little circumstance to determine uh, to determine a major outcome. Yeah, and that's why some people that believe in pro-choice, you know, with the abortion thing, they say, well, you know, if the person is, you know, a victim of rape, well, then that's when I believe in abortion. But I counter that because there's a scripture in Psalms, Psalms 139.16, where David says, before any days of my life had even come to manifest as being, you had written every single day down in your book. Now, what that shows me Mm. is Mm -mm -mm. my manifestation on this earth is not incumbent upon how I got here. I love that. I love that. Uh, Let's say it. It, You know what I'm saying? My journey doesn't make me. That is awesome. My journey doesn't make me. Yeah, how I got here. Because if if how I got here determines how the pages of my book are written out, Mm -hmm. then the Lord wouldn't say, before you are even a form substance, the Amplified says, the version that I love, it says, before I was even a formed substance, you had numbered my days in your book before even one of them had come to be. Mm. So there God is linking, okay, sorry, circumstance has nothing to do with your destiny. And so so the, the journey that we talked about last night doesn't determine your destiny. And this is what we do all the time. And look, I'm not having a go at anyone. You can believe what you want to believe. I personally believe um, pro-life is the only way because God is the author of life and the giver of life and not a man. But what I see is the church, we always base our life on circumstance. That's right. We let circumstance determine our choice. We let circumstance determine our faith. Okay, so, you know, I watched a testimony of a young lady that was 11 years old and she had been, you know, sexually assaulted. And uh, she said on this testimony, she said it was never even a question Mm. of whether or not I would keep the baby. She said, and she said something so powerful that I understand from, you know, a counseling and psychological kind of perspective. She said, the trauma had already been inflicted. Mm. Why would I inflict more trauma? The trauma had already been inflicted. And I, and I took that. Now, again, people are going to disagree with me. 
But here's why I tie it in. Because if you want to major on the circumstance, that's a minor thing to God. Look at the scripture. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. I called you and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. My so goodness. the Lord is linking destiny there before any environment or any emotional trauma had affected your life. I set you apart. I called you. That had nothing to do with it. Okay, that might, you know, maybe detour it and you might need to get healing from it and you might need to come back on track. Right. But the Lord says, no, 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 no. I formed you. I knew you. I didn't know your trauma. I knew you. Yeah. And we always go back to circumstance in the church. Now, going back to the major and minors. So the major things are the things that form the framework. Yeah. But like I said, we take the axe to the root and we cut the tree down. But as Christians, we don't want to take the axe to the root. We want to get rid of the tree by getting all the branches no. cut off. Let, let me oh come in gosh. here. Let me come in here. I'll come in because this is my bit that we always want to look good Ooh. on the outside. Um. And that's why we want to trim the tree. Yeah, there it is. Instead of cutting the deadness out of the tree by cutting it to the root. Mm -hmm. And having it grow healthy. Yep. That's the way it is. But this business of being able to say, you know, well, my journey is mm. the thing that determines what's going to happen and what I am. That's not true. That is not true. No. It was already decided by God before even you were put in your mother's womb. That's what the scripture yeah, says. Exactly. It, that was decided, Shania. That was decided before even put in the womb. So why do we always fall back on this? Yeah, and it's we funny because David, who, who you know, who's quoting in, in like you know, major writer of the Psalms, he says in Psalms fifty-one, in iniquity my mother did conceive me. Yeah. So you know, and I personally believe that David didn't come into the world in such a you know nice way yes because we see that when you know the anointing of you know david takes place and samuel goes okay bring all your Je bring all your sons jesse and jesse doesn't bring david he doesn't count him as yeah. worthy mm. so there's some kind of family strife there you know the maybe situation. he was you know uh, a half brother i don't mm -hmm. know right but then we see that but what's important is that I asked you a question about racism, right? Yep. I said, what is the thing? If, I, if God was to come to you and say, right, I'm giving you an a, a chance to fix it, you know, in your answer. Some of the answers I've heard are, okay, well, we need to see the other person's side, the other person's point yep. of view. We need to have more empathy, yep. right? We need to be compassionate. Right. And these are all true things. But Truth. What, what if I was to present to you what Jesus said? Present it. He said, all of the commandments can be summed up, up in two. Wrapped up in two. Wrapped up in two. He said, number one, love the Lord your God. And number two, love your neighbor as, as yourself. yourself. Two golden rules. Fixes it. This fixes racism. This fixes pedophilia. Oh this fixes adultery. This fixes stealing. This fixes every kind of thing. Because if I love my neighbor as myself, I won't be a racist. If I love my neighbor as myself, I won't think that I'm better than him. If mm -hmm. I love my neighbor as myself, I won't want what he's got. Right. If I love my neighbor as myself, I won't steal from him. Yeah. Yeah. See? So the Lord is saying those are the two major things. 
that I'm focusing on. Yeah, wow, but I, wow, I'd like wow, to wow. bring something in balance here. You know, um, we we need to take a good look at this, Shanae, and that is we make these statements as the church. Mm. You know, abortion is murder. It, we should not kill. Okay, but the church needs to know yeah. if you make a statement like that, you need to be ready to back it up. So therefore, if more children are going to be born, then maybe you have to get involved with that. Maybe Come on. you have to feed. Maybe you have to adopt. Get out of your comfortable life. Get out of your comfortable life. Or donate your office if you're a physician. Yeah. I, I always wondered that. Definitely. You know? Definitely. And my solution to sure. this is, look, um, everyone always says, you know, the guys of, and I'm going to say their name because, you know, I believe that there's no spirit of the Holy Spirit in what they do. Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Right. Everyone says that Planned Parenthood is such a great thing because, well, one, they provide a service for women in women's health care that the church gave up. Yeah. Now, we don't want to take that responsibility. If we as the church were to raise up a medical kind of plan or system where we could provide for each woman, not based on their faith, not based on their sexual orientation no, even. No, not even being Christian. Not even being Christian. That we could just need. be the answer like we were called to be. Because we're called to we're called to lead in medicine. Yeah. So again, while I call these people out, you know, for their stand on abortion, I also call out the church yeah, because we had a sure vacuum do. and we had a void. And what did Satan do? He came in and he filled it. Right. Because he's got a part of what the people need being right. met from his camp. Right. That should never happen. The needs of the people should never have been met from his camp. Mm -hmm. They need to be met by the church. So I say to my people, I agree. We should have Christian healthcare organizations that raise up and not Christian in, well, you have to be a Christian to receive. Christian meaning founded in the love of God and just given out freely. Right, I'm going to provide women's health care. I'm going to provide free gynecology. I'm going to provide right. what Planned Parenthood provides. Yes, yes. And then you would see so many people stop supporting them. Yep. And their real agenda of yeah. abortion yeah. would be exposed. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. we as the church... We don't want to be, you know, light in those dark places. We think it's too dark, just like we did with SRA. We thought, nope, send somebody else. So we go and bash outside the Planned Parenthood clinics, you know, don't abort the baby. But like Pastor said, when push comes to shove, are you ready to adopt that baby? Are you ready to foster that child? Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, we know a lot of fostering was not, is not good. The church has to come forward, but first the church has to be cleaned up because there's way too much uh, love of money. Mm. Way too much love of money and love of power. Yep. Yeah, you know. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal all of this, but it's no, such a it's passionate okay. thing no, with me. Got it. Because got it. I personally I went to Planned Parenthood when Natalie was um, pregnant. Just say you were. You know, and um, well, my wife my beautiful wife, mm -hmm. was pregnant. And it shocked me, and this is my experience, and whether it's not everybody's experience, okay, I'm not saying it's everybody's, but for the majority that I've talked to have all said the same thing. Yeah, They would not provide services for my wife unless she was planning to abort the baby. Yeah, 
you know, so now again, I'm not saying if you're listening, I'm not saying that's everyone ex experiences, but I yeah. went to two places. Okay. I inquired in two places, but again, I say church, where are you? You should be running a medical kind of, you know, program that gives this to women so that they don't have to look to Satan's, you know, answer for the void. Yeah. That's the reason why they're flourishing. That's the reason why they're leading in this. Yeah. You know, it's because we didn't love our neighbor as ourselves. And so therefore, in a way, we can't blame them. They've moved into an empty place. That's it. A void. They've moved into a void, a place that we haven't filled as the church. Yeah. And this is the this is the majors, see? This is the majors. I believe, my personal conviction is, if we were to honour life from the moment that the Lord says it is a life, then it would fix our medical system. Yep. It would. Because we would see, okay, this is a life. Mm. It's worth fighting for. So everything would line up with that. You know, it would change. See, God always uses the major things to affect the minor things. He never uses the minor things to change the major things. So explain that to us. So in my life, God doesn't look at the minor things of my, you know, personality or even the hiccups to try and change me. I'll give you an example, right? Something's coming up in my personal walk and I focus on it, you know, maybe a symptom and I, of a manifestation. And I would focus on that manifestation as the most important thing. But that doesn't get the Lord's focus. He wants to know what's going on down in my heart. Yeah. That's the major thing. You know, and this person we were counselling, I said that to them. I said, God's used this whole circumstance to get you in this office to locate the major thing which is he wants to heal your heart and get you to trust even more. Yeah. You know? I, I think I think when we were talking about this very subject, another subject came up even last night when we were chatting with someone else. We mentioned, I mentioned, I won't mention names, mm. but I mentioned you think that your life is in chaos, yeah. don't you? And this person said, yeah, I do. And I said, there's no chaos in the kingdom of God. Come on. No chaos. I said, everything is getting worked out. Everything. Yeah. So if something is minor in your life, then he will go for the major in you yeah. to fix the minors. Yeah. And what he requires of you is vulnerability. Mm, and we that, hate that word. And what's this do? Vulnerability isn't something negative mm. that's an enemy. It's actually something good. It's a friend. Vulnerability brings a place for faith. My Lord. We're going in. We're going in. We're going to hold that gem in our pocket because that's something... We definitely want to unpack when we come back mm -hmm. from this break. Hey, Talk New Yorkers. We are conducting our Connect Groups online this Thursday at 8 p.m. through our virtual Zoom chat. These chat rooms have been provided to us by the Lord, and yes, we're having it week by week. 
and we encourage everybody to stay connected even though we're socially you know uh isolated stay connected it's worth the fellowship it'll keep you encouraged I think we should bring yes. up that other thing around uh, here. You know, the one that looks like we're in the Today Show? Oh, we, yeah, like we look like in Times Square. Yeah, we've got a few people walking around. <laughs> Maybe John can get a few people walking around for us. It just changes the lighting. Does it makes us go, all of bit. us, the same complexion. How about that? Interesting. That's okay. We're all different. We all go... To a certain shade of brown when that background is on. <laughs> so we just, that's why we have portals. Oh, okay. Anywho. Yeah. Um, just before the break, we were definitely unpacking some key oh. issues, some majors that are happening in this world, but also some major responsibility that yeah. the church needs to take and i i agree with you pastor nathan in that i also get passionate about it especially coming from a background where you're always told you can't do this you can't do that i'm like well what's the alternative yeah the thou shall not so and what's the thou shall do right and to you know that major thing yeah. of constantly not having that alternative to fall back on as a church you know, it creates those minor things of yeah. now you feel like God is a hard taskmaster. Yeah. Oh, you feel like, you know, all the church wants you to do is not to enjoy your life and just usurp everything of hope that you have in having any type of fun or, you know, mm. getting any help or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I don't want to stop this flow. Pastor Robin, you ended on something. And you said vulnerability we've always seen vulnerability as something we should keep away from you know but why do you think that is like why do you think we shy away from it so much because we like to control ourselves we we like to control uh, our defense Mm. uh, our attacks we like to control Mm. everything to be Vulnerable means you have to uh, rely on something else other than yeah. You have to trust. Yeah, you have to trust something else other than yourself, and that's Mm. really hard because every you know why because people believe that their own answer. Wow, and you know what's funny, Pastor Robin, is that I can hit that one. um, Like um, vulnerability is also tied a lot up with shame. Yeah. Because you're afraid of being shamed for your vulnerability. Yeah. So you don't share your vulnerability because as people, we shame people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so when you shame someone, um, it creates like a reserve in you. I can't show that person the vulnerable side of me because I'll be shamed for it. Right. And we have done that as the church. And um, there's a saying that, you know, um, I heard famous psychologists say, and I think it was a really powerful statement. You know, you don't risk your vulnerability with people that aren't ready to be vulnerable with you. Yeah. Because vulnerability requires an element of trust or vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me to be vulnerable if you're not ready to be vulnerable. Yeah. Ooh, come on. I need that, Jim. Very, very much. Vulnerability needs vulnerability. Yeah, it feeds off it. 
That but is yeah, we so always true. say, I need you to be vulnerable, but you're not willing to expose your heart. Oh my goodness. That, oh, child. So, we're, so <laughs> to tie it in, you're ready to major on the major for that person, but you want to keep it about the minors with you. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I think I'm going to be quiet. This is really key, this uh, major and minor. Yeah, it's, very it's so important. important. So, the two golden rules the pastor will come back and share with us is the very answer. Mm. Answer to everything. They're the major, major things. This is why Jesus said that. He said, I, I, I thought about it, Shanae, and yeah, I thought, so powerful. wow, you know, Jesus gives us a new commandment. He could have done anything. He could mm. have said anything yeah, that was powerful. and you said added that. anything to everything that was said because he fulfilled everything. Yeah. So he, by adding something new... He could have gone anywhere yeah. with it because he fulfilled the law. But he didn't. He said something which is so important, and that is this is the new commandment. He said this. He didn't say it's a good idea. Mm. He didn't say uh, think about this. Yeah. He didn't say, you know, i got an idea for you. He didn't say that. And when, when he says it's a commandment, that's exactly what it is. And he says to love one another. Mm. Love one another. And before, by this. By, before you can love your neighbour, you better love the person in the church. Ooh. Yeah, we're good to love the outside neighbour. Oh, that's so easy. Let's get that, into that. It doesn't <laughs> cause us vulnerability. We can hide. We don't even have to be transparent. Oh, my Lord Jesus. And so he says, love, you know, love them as you love yourself. Yeah. Okay. And then he says something. He says this. He says, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another. And then he goes and he says, as I have loved, loved you. you. And then... He comes with the big, big punch. And then he says, by this. All men. Will all men, not some men, mm, mm. but all men. And he's not declaring in the church mm. now. He's talking about all. All witness. All. Mm. All men will know that you truly are a disciple, a follower of mine, a lover of Jesus, if you love one another. Ooh. Now, is that something for the church? Is that something for the world? That one commandment touches the church and the world. Yeah. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. Jesus. Hit it, yes. baby. Yeah, it's so it's interesting hearing you say that lands in me in a different way when you hear it out loud because as you said it's it's not only the church that will recognize it the world recognize it and in these days we've been trying to get everybody saved child yeah. trying to convince everybody on what to do in these scenarios yeah. that are not in church i'll say we want our family saved we want our friends saved but not realizing like that's the one thing that but the, your, the family, your family's waiting to see love in the church. Right. That's what, uh, that's what I just. Oh, my Lord. That's where I was going. I yep. didn't know how yep. blunt to be. But that's the truth. 
That's so by this the truth. all men. Yeah. That's not just the church. The, the pastor touched on something that I think is important. And I want to like go back to what I said about, you know, the major issues. Now, don't misquote me, people listening to this later on, if you watch it whenever. I'm not saying that your pain isn't major with God. Oh, I'm not saying that no, he doesn't care about the economy, doesn't care about the issues that no. you care about. But again, I say to you what the Lord said. If you want to be ready, you got to love what he loves, want what he wants, and, and believe what, what he, he says. You can't love what he loves and love what you love at the same time. No. Yeah. You can't want what you want and want what he wants at the same time. Yeah. One will cancel out another. Yeah. And it's funny because we talk about vulnerability and we talk about how, you know, we want people to be vulnerable with us, but we're scared of being vulnerable again because of shame. And I think we get into this disillusionment, like we think that the Lord doesn't know what's in us. Right. You know, yeah. we think that he's surprised when these things come up. Hello. Hey, I'd like <laughs> to go there. He already Tag knows. Me. He tag already me. knows. You're not. You're not surprising him. Yeah. How about you tag Please, me? Tag. Go tag for it. Me. Tag me. Tag me. I it. really want to go there with this one. Go for and it. And that is where we're going. This is how it works. Okay. I I just don't get it with Christians. Uh oh. You know when they turn around and they hear scriptures like uh, the steps of a good man mm. are ordered by the Lord. Now, that means all steps. It doesn't mean just some steps, okay? But you see, when we're on this journey, and we sort of think, well, oh, wow, I'm seeing this happen to me now. Yeah. And you think that God's, while he's on this journey with you, <laughs> he's only just finding out what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. Come on, please. He knows every dot, every cross T. He knows every dirty place, every good place yep. in your heart. He's not just discovering it as you're walking along. And this is the lie. It is a lie. That we believe. So you can hit that because people, you need to listen to this. And believing that lie puts you out of the place to be vulnerable. Because Definitely. you think, well, if I show him, he'll be surprised by it and then he'll reject oh, me. Lord. Oh, my gosh. So I can't really show him what's going on in me. And, you know, I, I again, I go back to scripture. Jacob was a usurper before he was even born. Wow. Yeah. He was already taking things that weren't his. He grabbed a hold of the heel of Esau and he was taking it. Right? Mm -hmm. That was in him before he even walked on the face of the earth. The Lord knew that. But the Lord was waiting for Jacob to see it. Mm. He goes, I already know this is about you, but right. are you ready to be vulnerable enough to see it about yourself? Mm. So, so he wasn't saying, oh, wow, I just discovered this is all about what you're about. Jacob, wow, you're a usurper. Wow, I didn't know that about you. Now I know it about you. That's nonsense. Yeah. He, do you know what? He knows all these things and yet he still goes on the journey. This is what I'm saying. This is the love of God. This is the grace of God. See, Jacob, through inheritance, that demonic presence came into his, you know, personality and it influenced him. Because we say, you know, the perfect, you know, one that's formed in the womb. Before I was formed, you know, I was made perfect. Yes, potentially. But, you know, there are things that you inherit. There are things that get passed on. And I mean, you know, his mother... 
did what she did and his father did what he did and then his grandfather did what he did. And so there was a whole lot of inheritance that got passed on. But what pastor said is the key. God saw that in Jacob, yet he still yeah. chose. He still chose to give him the benefit of the doubt yep. and go on the journey with him. And that's why the Lord can ask vulnerability of you. Yep. That's because it. he knows it's in you, but yet he still chooses to trust you with himself. If he chooses to trust you with himself, then you better trust him with all of yourself. And right. then when he's going on this journey, he wants not only vulnerability to trust him, because he knows it all. Mm. He also wants us to know and to be transparent. Yeah. Wow. And let, because he sees our transparency. Mm. He sees how naked we are mm. before him. He does. Yeah. And yet we try the fig leaves, we try everything to cover it all up. Every time. And, and we actually think he doesn't see it. And he's surprised when it comes up. Shanae, he's not at all surprised. And this, this is what we've. Lie, we've caught this lie from the devil. We believe this lie from the enemy and it, it, it ruins it for us yeah. because we don't let ourselves be fall on him. We rather, instead of falling on the rock, the rock ends up falling on us. And this is why I want to tie in before we go on break because I know people need some time to digest. How does this tie in with majors and minors? If you're not ready to be vulnerable, you will always major on minors. Yeah. But vulnerability will lead you to major on a major. Yeah. Because it gets to the root issue, the heart of the matter, not the head of the matter. So we're really saying Ooh, Jesus. Can I go get some deliverance, please? I just heard what I said. Right. I need to go live it out. But it really tight. <laughs> just the finish of this one. Wow. Before we go anywhere else. Yeah. And that is, you can see now, Shanae, everything's tied up with those two things. Loving God and loving your brethren. Mm -hmm. That is the issue here mm. for all mankind. And that is what the enemy tries to stop happening. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I like that. Then you really know when you're vulnerable. I'm done. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back. You're always done. <laughs> um, we got ourselves in a soap portal, <laughs> as per usual. Um, but it's a good topic because I saw it um, throughout the week. Um, just And it, it stuck with me when I saw it because I'm like, hmm, that's an interesting perspective you know mm. i'm always portaling somewhere <laughs> throughout the week right um but i posed this comment yeah. that someone made and in regards to vulnerability so i'm kind of fitting what they said in this kind of category so i'm paraphrasing but they basically were saying how 
the hardest part of admitting, and I'll, I'm just using the word being vulnerable, um, is believing that you will be healed in that. So if I admit my hurt, it's scary to do that because then you don't know whether you'll be healed or you, not. Whether you'll be healed or so not, what that process look like, whatever you take the that risk, yeah. you take of the being risk. hurt again. Yes, yes. and uh, uh, essentially not having meaning, any closure. Yeah, right. Essentially meaning being vulnerable enough to say this, that, and the third. But you had done said, Doctor Robin, what? She answered a very good answer. Go ahead. What do I answer? Well, you answered about the difference with vulnerability. About is you use the statement. It's throwing yourself on him, yeah, not and him, him throw, and not him. If, if it's exposed, it's if you're going to look at the meanings yeah. of vulnerability and exposed, then you're going to look at one and you're going to say, when something's exposed, that means God's throwing it. Yeah. That's God's move. Come right? on. Okay, that's God's. That's move. good. That's good. Okay, when you're talking about vulnerability, you're talking about you. Mm. This is your move to throw yourself on God rather mm. than God throw himself on you. Jen, that. And that's so key because, you know, we've talked a lot. We, we've had a previous portal about the difference between being transparent and naked. Yeah. Kind of the same analogy, Dr. Robin, you're saying. That was you a just, powerful one. Yes, it was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't worry Everybody me. wants to be naked, <laughs> but nobody wants to be transparent. Yes. Um, but, you know, same, similar to the analogy of trimming the branches. Um, but that, again, shows the love of God. Yeah. To not usurp totally. the choice. Totally. Yeah. To say, okay, he understands that that might be a sensitive area. Mm. But if we just give it to him mm. and be vulnerable, then he can take it on, you yeah. know, instead of accusing him mm -hmm. and saying, well, Lord, you're not doing any about anything about it. People continue to do this to me or, mm -hmm. you know, th this scenario continues to happen, but it's like, yeah, I know all of those minor things. Yeah. And it's funny because to answer that question again, uh, what the Lord gave me was, I think we confuse being exposed with being vulnerable. And being exposed, uh, like Dr. Robin said, it's something where your choice to show what's inside is, it's not up to you. Mm. You're not a part of the choice. Mm. But being vulnerable means I'm a part of the choice. I choose to show. And then I would say to that person, if, you're, if you really are vulnerable, you're already in the prime state to be healed. There's no other way. Yeah, to be healed. I, I believe that very true. Because you've already entered a stage where you're putting everything on the line to trust. So without realizing it, you've just been healed. And 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 Shaba. You want to hit that again? I, I want to say another thing to do with this, and that is uh, maybe we can explore vulnerability and exposure. Mm. Okay, and that is uh, vulnerability is involved with relationship. There it is. That's the key. Yep. Whereas exposure hasn't doesn't have relationship. No, it's just works. It just works. It's just your works being shown, That's whether true. they're good or bad. But vulnerability requires communication, yep. relationship, yep. trust, yep. hope, faith. Yep. And, you know, the prime example is David. David was vulnerable enough to 
call out the things in him that he knew didn't line up with truth. Yeah. You know, and he was vulnerable. I mean, look at Psalms. It's like a whole, like, you know, array of him being vulnerable. Up, down, up, down, up, down. You know, and the Lord loved that in him because he said, he's a man after my own heart. He's a man who throws all of himself on me. And, you know, you talked about the love and the grace. God already knew those things were in David, but yet he still chose to trust all of him in David. See, like that's true vulnerability. We talk, talk about true vulnerability. The Holy Spirit chooses to come and dwell in us, even though he knows there's things in us that could potentially dilute his presence. Yeah. But yet he trusts the frame of our bodies and he trusts the soul man in us to house the spirit and let that shine through. That is the most vulnerable you will ever get. Yeah. That the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, would come and reside in this. Can yeah. you see that? And so someone's asking here the difference between, you know, exposure meaning shame. And I think that is the key. We fear exposure because we fear our shame being shown. Mm-hmm. You know, and this comes back to what I was saying. We fear vulnerability because we fear being shamed. But if we can... Uh, you know, if we can divide the two and say, hang on, I don't need to fear vulnerability because when I'm vulnerable, that means, you know, I'm actually allowing the Lord to see what he already sees, but I'm choosing to let him in on it. I think I, I, can I go? Please go. I'd like to go somewhere a little bit more in this and and bring out something that I think that we're missing. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, God didn't hurt us. Oh, my Lord oh, Right. Okay. Full stop. Okay. All right. Okay. You Portal over. <laughs> you want to go there. It, he didn't hurt us. Come on. I'm going to get like, okay. comfortable because we're about to Come go on. deep. Who hurt us? So we can be vulnerable oh. before the Lord. Oh, because that's our excuse. We always say we can't be vulnerable because of man, but he never hurt us. Mm. He never hurt no. us. Oh, let me read that out. We can be transparent because he's not the enemy. Uh, So you want to hit that one too? But it's very important that we see this because because that's the major. Then we can see. (laughs) Then we can see when it's exposed. It really is before man. Mm, mm. God already knows it all, so yeah. we're not being exposed yeah. before man, uh, before God, because yeah. He already knows. He can see us. He can see everything in us. So when we're coming up to exposure, that's before man. That's not before God. When we're vulnerable, we're not vulnerable uh, in the sense of uh, fearing. In that mm. sense, because He. He didn't do anything to us. We're just vulnerable in throwing ourselves on him to heal us from what somebody did to us. That is so true. He is not the perpetrator. He's not the perpetrator. I was going to say two things, if I may. Please. One thing you were saying about the shame situation and making that difference I think being vulnerable comes with the full package. Mm. Like you say, you can expect for him to heal it. Yeah. Just being in that stance to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yes. And if you're yes. feeling shamed after being vulnerable, 
that's not believing that again you're not going to get healed but just like you just said to tell you what you just said he's not the one that hurt us so he's that further let us know he's going to offer that full package yeah he's we not come the before him he's going to do something come with on. it and you're going to get healed so come it's not on. just uh you're exposed quote unquote yeah. you're being vulnerable now he's just going to leave you out for the world to come mm. and just see that scarlet letter He's going to come and start the process to do something about it and not leave you open because that you feel like ooh, you're going to be. Because he's right. not the perpetrator. I think that needs to be said. He is not the perpetrator. He, oh, I need to say it. Let's I'll all say, say it, it together. together. He is not the, the perpetrator. perpetrator. Oh, that broke something in me. You and know what's funny too, Pastor, is um, we're going back to major and minors, right? And I think we need to and, bring it around. And I think the key thing here is when you focus on the minors, you will always believe he is the perpetrator. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. why did you do that? Oh, my God, I can hear it. Again, because we're going back to what we said in the start, because you'll base everything on circumstance. Oh. You'll base everything on your faith will be a result of circumstance. And circumstance will tell you God is the perpetrator every oh. single Time. And he's always teaching us a lesson. Come he's on. the perpetrator in this. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, no. my God. No, never, oh. never. No, he doesn't use these negatives. Mm. My chicken really about to come up. He really doesn't use the negatives to get through. This Ooh. is the key. Ooh. This is the key. He does not use the negatives to get through. If he's using negatives, then I'm sorry, I don't have a relationship. And, and come on, come on, guys. We allow the negatives to come up. And God just watches and tries to bring us through them. But he doesn't use them. Because if he did, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, he's no different than the other side. There it is. And our God is not anything to do with the devil. I think we need to repent. From believing that the Holy Spirit is a perpetrator. Mm. My goodness. Oh, I feel because that punch. I'm telling wow. you. Wow. Wow. That'll get me focusing on a lot of minor things that don't but mean nothing to. That's the, the whole deception, though. You it know, is. that's the whole distraction. No, this is such a big deal. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm yeah. saying this uh, to myself. And it, it comes down oh, Jesus. to bringing us back to these two golden rules. Yeah. Love the Lord your God yeah. and love your neighbor as yourself. See, that causes you to be vulnerable. Wow. You know what? All right, we're going to take another break. Just a short one. We need to let this... This, this segment landing, you guys. This is snap, you crackle, know? pop territory tonight. Yes. We That's why we had to have a rest last week. We did. We did. It's, we're awake now. Can I just I'm say awake. something offside for a second? I'm I feel awake. Like, I'm you, awake. Have you seen that show, Red Table Talk? Yeah. Like, you know how they sit at the red table and they discuss the deep things? Oh, we're yeah. actually sitting on the I feel the like red this lounge. is the red couch okay. talk, you know what I mean? The red couch talk. Come and yeah. sit on the red couch No, 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 no. I don't want the red couch. Yeah. Yeah. She don't want no part Come of it. Come and sit no, on the red I'll couch. keep with the portals. God's <laughs> sending it from the That's portals. Right. All Come right, guys. Wow. We'll be right back. Never. We ain't wasting no time. I'm not even oh playing with this Lord jingle right now. Jesus. Uh... 
we just got in a heated situation. Okay, we need to clarify some things for the people listening on Spotify because this will help you be healed. And I did not, we did not, not mm. just me. We did not want you guys to miss out on what is being talked about on our Facebook Live portal. So wow. take it away. Pick it back up for wherever you left off. We are bringing out this conversation about being vulnerable yeah. with each other. Yeah. Dr. Robin came straight off straight the cuff. In. Straight <laughs> Straight off the cuff. And no holes in bars. And, and you said, said when we're with with people, it's not vulnerability. Because if we're not. afraid of being vulnerable with our brother or our sister, there it's is no relationship. relationship. No you know relationship at all. So, so fear of exposure is what it really is. It's exposure. Yeah, you 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 fear being exposed, and that it was all that shows no relationship. There's no relationship in that. Just well, it just works. Well, it, it's just performance. A, it's if always anything at all, it's a work of the devil. Oh. Fear, my lord. You well, know, we need to see this, and we need to stop giving God a bad rap all the time. Well, you know, we've got to stop giving him the bad rap. Oh, he's the perpetrator here. Yeah, he's, he wants he wants to expose me. You said that. Look, when he came down and he smelt the sin in Sodom and Gomorrah, he smelt it. Yeah, wow. He didn't just see it, he smelt it. Yeah. He came down and therefore, what did he do? Did he turn around straight away and say, that's it, finished. It's over. I'm exposing everything that's been going on. No, he worked hard to say, if they, you know, with him, with him saying, let there be 50. Yeah. Let there be 40. Let there be 30. Yeah. Let there be All the way 10. Down 10. And if, if he'd gone beyond the 10, wow. God would have gone beyond the 10. Yeah, wow, that is so powerful. So you're saying to clarify, to make sure I'm on the same page. Mm -hmm. We should, in the church, have such a relationship with one another that we can be safe enough to be vulnerable with them because that is part of the relationship of the body. Is that what you're saying? Yes, That's what no? I'm saying. Wow. That's and I, what and I'm I, saying. I mimic that because that is the Get relationship that the Lord has with us. Remember I said he is vulnerable enough to come and trust his Holy Spirit presence in our temple. My Lord. We're just going to take authority right now. Spotify, you'll witness. <laughs> Get out. Jesus. Of Don't. our broadcasts, because like everything, when we start sharing things that we know will heal people, internet starts being interesting. But thank the Lord that we have this recorded on Spotify as well. But we take authority over it right now of our no, broadcast being interrupted. Amen. That's right. Our internet going out. Hallelujah. We say, devil, you will vulnerable. not stop You're not. us from being vulnerable and getting the people of God healed. Come That's on. Right. You won't shut us up. You will not try to clothe us with any fig leaves either. Mm. In Jesus' name. This is a moment for us and to so glorify the Lord. So thank you, on. Lord, now. Amen. Lord, in Jesus so name. we could continue, Pastor. Keep going, because yeah, we're here. We're here, please. so we'll have well, a backup. Let me, let me say tonight, 
this was in action. I'm not going to say names, but one of our sisters who has been deeply, deeply, deeply hurt, mm. she wasn't working in the area of exposure. Mm-hmm. People came around her, loved on her, and she became vulnerable. And through it, and the love and the fellowship of the people and the relationship of the people that they've developed, Shania, she got healed. Amen. And delivered. And she walked out of here looking younger than she walked in. Yes. 110%. You know, that is encouraging because um, I'll just be vulnerable for a moment and say my background you know, there was mm. some hurt there from the yeah. church. Of course. And especially a very, very vulnerable moment mm. of my life that was happening um, when I had to bury a sibling. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, this is very encouraging to hear that, you know, we can get to a point. Yeah. Yeah. That. The Lord really, it's in his intentional purpose of the body is to be such a body. Yep. I'm listening. Um, Yes. To be relational, to be a supportive just in the same way, you know, as he would. He he wants his body to really, really replicate his his um, his leading, his his. his example is what yeah. the word I'm looking for. Wow. And that's such a healing, like you just said, Dr. Robin, of someone being healed, going through a similar trauma from, you know, that type of background, and then coming into a place where seeing the fruit of the Lord's example by coming around her and loving on her. And I just thank the Lord just for opening that up in me. That's very encouraging Yeah, uh, to hear the body can stand in that place. It was powerful. It, it has to stand in that yes. place. It's not a choice. Mm. It's a command. Mm. I'm sorry. It is. Jesus said it. He said it. I'm going to just go fix this he was, issue. That was wrapped up in one of those golden rules. Did you see what I'm saying? Yes. So yes. we're on Spotify right yep. now. All so of this is good. So you can good. keep talking. So we're we not going to miss nope. out. No on one anything. will miss out. So there you go. Get out in Jesus' name. Get out. Now, what I wanted to say was it's important, but it's more than important. It's the word of the Lord. Mm. It is the word of the Lord. You could just go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. um, You know, even down to when, you know, Pastor Nate was kind of talking about the majors, like the things that you keep going. Yep. The things that you have gone through, you know, it's not overlooked by the Lord to say like, oh, well, get over yourself. We're not saying that when it comes to the major things. But one thing is I'm also like, well, there's also... I don't want to say no need to apologize when he's giving scriptural background. When as believers, are we going to really believe the word and really see that this is such, like you said, a golden rule for 
every aspect that we can apply this literally for every aspect without any, being any gray area. There's no gray area. There's nothing you have to take out or add to it. That was full stop. He says that, and we can apply that to every area to heal it. Like yeah. you said, um, heal, heal our relationships with one another. Well, so I, I will put it to you. How powerful is what Jesus said? How powerful? Because he goes and quotes two things. He says, if you love one another as I've loved you, because he, he lets them know that he's the one that's loved, mm -hmm. so we can love one another. Mm -hmm. And then he goes and says by this, will all men, all men, there are two things he says here, mm -hmm. two things, by this will all men know. So you could see the power of that. Yeah. The power of that is if you do what I do myself. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Then you will truly be a witness of my love to the world. Yes. That's so good. That so is so good. You've got to see that. It's too important. And that's wrapped up with those two golden rules. Love God. Love. Well, there's one there that says love your enemies. Right, But right. you can't even love your Love your brethren. How can you love your enemies? Yes, or that maybe, is so true. Or maybe it's easier to love your enemies because you you know what? It doesn't take much to love somebody that you don't know. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I think Pastor Tony was bringing this out in his message earlier. Yeah, um, where he was saying how you know sometimes when we have grown up in our homes and things like that, we've learned to love conditionally. We've, you know, because our parents learned that and it's just, you know, continual, you know, cycle of that, unfortunately. Yeah. So what do you say to someone who may say, well, I'm still struggling with understanding how the Lord loves me. How does someone overcome again, loving someone else as he does them if they well, struggle with it. I think the you go back again mm -hmm. and say, well, the problem is this, you know, the problem is that we're not. So we take this scripture apart and we say, well, you know, a new commandment. So we're saying a new thing, something that is a law of God that mm -hmm. I give to you. Yep. So he's saying, what's he doing? He's saying a new commandment. So if he's saying that he's giving it to you, he's giving you the ability to do it. Mm, come on, that is so good. That is so good. Amen to that. That is so good. And if he gives you the ability to do it, then as a, as a result of you doing it, then he gives you the solution the answer for what you do. You see, he yeah. says, then the rest is all men will know that you are true, a witness of mine. I'm glad you brought that out because that was the very thing I was about to uh, point out is that you see the result. He gave us the result of us doing this. Yeah. And I think even just out of that, 
applying it to kind of how I read the scriptures now that just kind of opened my mind to kind of look for that that result. He doesn't mm. just tell you the beginning of it and tell you to do it no, no. without really I, showing you the fruit of it or we, telling you the fruit of it. We just don't get what the scripture's saying. This is true. We mm. just read the scripture and we say, well, this is what God requires of us. Yes, yeah. see, that's what I'm saying. But, and wow. the, but he says this, Pastor Nate, he says this. Yeah. He says a new commandment. So we, what's he saying? Something has to be done. I'm writing a new law, a mm. new law. I'm writing a new Come on, law. Come get into that. And then he says something, if he's giving it to you, he's giving you the ability to do it. No. He's giving you. He's wow. not taking you back to the Old Testament. Mm. He's taking you to something he says, he says, and you know why he says this? Because he says, as I have loved, loved you. you. So there is the ability there. Wow. If he just said a new commandment, and this is what I want you to do, and then everybody will know that you're mine, but he doesn't. He says, a new commandment I give unto you, mm. that you love one another. And then he comes with the punchline, as I have loved, loved you. you. I've given you the ability to love like I've loved. Mm, mm, mm. My God, that's a good revelation there. That's amazing. And again, with that, Pastor, like the focus, you know, we would always focus on what God is asking of us more than the ability that is given us. Mm. See, mm -mm -mm. the minor or the major? What would you focus power. on? What he's asking of you or what he's given you? If you focus on what he's given you, then you'll know that what he's asking of you is able to be done. And oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> For that would that. get rid of insecurity, wouldn't yeah, it? That, if we focused it. on the right things, yes. if we majored on some majors. So what are we majoring on here? Love. Oh. God, he says, my love gives you the ability mm. to love one another. And then he goes and he gives even the real punchline. He said, you know what? Then you go, if you do it, because yeah. I've given it to you. Yep. I've shown you how to do it. Yep. I, I've even given you that uh, delegated authority yep. in this one. And then he says, you know what? If you do that, then they're going to know yeah. you're a witness. All men. Because they're going to see the love I've given you for them. Wow. And this is a big key because this is where the devil has us going around in circles, you know. Hating each other in the church, Ugh. being our worst mm, enemy mm. in the church. You see, you know what? I gotta just say this one thing Stephen got stoned <laughs> by believers. Oh, oh, Jesus. And if you want a good stoning, it's believers that'll stone you. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. You know, right? I, you know what? I was reading something. My bad. I'm just but sitting here. 
you know. Wait a minute, you got what? It'll be the church that throws the stone. Oh yes, it'll yes. be because the church fears exposure yeah. more than the world. Yeah, it does. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. See, uh, and the church will never be. And let me say this, because we need to go there, and the church will never be vulnerable. Oh, my God. Or never be transparent. The fig leaves are there to cover it all up. And again, I'm going to rattle some rattle some feathers. See, I go hit back to... Those I, I, I go back to... I can't. Yeah, well, I'll hit them <laughs> for you. <laughs> I go back to the Planned Parenthood thing. Now I'm going to apply what Pastor has just said. See, the church would rather focus on all of those, you know, things than focus on the major thing, yeah. which is, and I am not for abortion or planned parenthood. Watch this podcast back and you'll understand that. But the Lord just said this to me. See, the major thing is the church needs to get up off their backside and provide a solution mm. and take the void that planned parenthood is filling and make it, no longer avoid, but they would rather focus on all of the minor things outside of abortion. Oh, that's the, a, go ahead. See the minor things, but they won't focus on the major things. And if they did that, they might see, you know, some transformation, but like what pastor Robin just said, they can't be vulnerable enough. You know, that was actually a much more cleaner version than I thought I he know. was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I just I was editing it as I was saying it. Because I thought you were going to say the church is not vulnerable enough to admit their lust. I wanted to go there too. Circulates yes. and admit the fact that they want to have sex like the world. I want to go. Can I go there? Oh and I mean, we being there? vulnerable. If we gonna talk about vulnerability, can, like, can we not fig leave you it? You can't tell somebody, you know, don't have an Please. abortion and stop sleeping around when you're preaching dating in church. Come, you know what? Thank Come you. on, this Thank is you. what I'm saying. What do you mean? Of course, someone's gonna go out and do that if you're allowing yep. dating and allowing these premarital relationships. Yeah, don't blame them. Come on, young you can't people. have commercial look Christianity and then call down fire from heaven when it suits you. Yeah, no, no, you can't, and Let's you can't blame it. young people Jesus unless you king. give them not a band aid for the situation. If you don't give them a solution. And just a band-aid, you're mm. not going to get anywhere. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. You know, we got people preaching in church. Oh, it's okay to be boyfriend and girlfriend and just kiss. You know, just go first base. You know, I'm sorry. No boyfriend and girlfriend in the word of God. No. It was betrothed or husband and wife. Yeah. And now you might think I'm archaic, but I'm sorry. That's the word of God. But guess what? That's a major thing that would stop a lot of the issues that come out of premarital relationships. So again, church, if you want to ask Planned Parenthood to be vulnerable and to be, you know, accountable and expose them. (laughs) You want to to expose Planned Parenthood. You need to be vulnerable enough to say, uh, well, I need to change some of my gospel. I need to be more transparent. Mm -mm. Just saying. I just thought we should. No, I thought we could go there. (laughs) Sorry. It's the <laughs> truth because you're sending mixed messages to a generation. You know? 
I and you, I there's pastors, there's pastors out there that say, well, if you're going to do it, just you know, wear protection. Oh. No, they say that if you if you think you got if you're going to get married, it's okay to do it Ugh. because you're going to get married. Because you know, I'm sorry, you try it before it's you buy it. Not scriptural. Mm. That or you know the further extreme where I literally heard a leader say to us, we were a small group. And it's like, I've never had to repent for sleeping with my wife before I married her. Oh, well. Mm. Oh, Jesus. What a statement. Wow. Well, that's not the truth. And I, I, could just, I can go on, but we're going to leave I, it there. I'm Look, we're sure not shaming people. Abraham said that all the time. Oh, my, oh my God. We don't have to talk about Abraham. We're not I'm shaming people tonight. if they have, right. you know, lived that lifestyle. And But you've got to understand, like, you know, that wasn't the best. No, don't no. blame people. Yeah. No. And again, can we go there? Maybe you meant it into that kind of lifestyle because you believed God was a perpetrator. And, uh. and that, <laughs> that comes into the area when you're saying that about, uh, oh. you know, about the sexual side mm-hmm. of things. And that's not loving God. No, and it's not loving your neighbour as yourself. Certainly not. I'm trying to tell you, I, you know. That's using your neighbour. Oh my God! Oh wait, what was the thing that we said in the sub portal last night? Not last night, but that time we were together and and for the sermon. Um, What was that? What you said? You you love is love is love is at the expense yourself at the expense of others. others. Yes, lust is others always at the expense of yourself. No, no, it's the other way around. Yes. Lust is, let me get my there it notes. Is. You ready? Uh, others. Lust is pleasuring self at the expense others. of others. Yes. And love is is your expense yeah. for others. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. That yes. was so powerful. I we love needed that. Because that, that, that really, really ties up. And again, can I tie it in? Your Lust always majors on minors. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> sure does. I'm not with someone, so that gives me an excuse to look at porn. Mm. I'm not oh, with someone, so that gives me an excuse to sleep around. Because I'm majoring on the minor, that I'm alone, oh, not the major. Geez. That I've been given this opportunity to get to know God, to live my single call out to its full entirety, to get to know Him in such a way that I'll never get to experience when I have someone in my life. There's things that I can do right now that I'll never get to do again. There you go. See? Majoring on minors. Yeah. Or what I've been given. Wow, I've been given this gift. I've been given, can we say this? I've been given this gift of singleness. That's a gift. It is a gift. And And not many preachers are preaching that. Because everybody preaching you how to get your Boaz. Yeah, get your Boaz. You know? (laughs) Get your Boaz. If you're going to say that, you better find out how she got her Boaz. Yeah, exactly. She was single for quite a while. Yeah. How she got her Boaz. If you're going to call it your Boaz, don't call it your Boaz unless Mm. you look how Ruth got her Boaz. At a very high price. Very much so. So, yeah, it's it's just like, you know, I know this one is like a flesh burden. And that's why Facebook turned off, of course. Yeah, of course. You know, and we're not giving the enemy any good. credit, but we know his tactics. And so if you're right. watching and you came back, thank you for following. You can go back and watch this whole thing again on Talk TV. 
Okay, and I would encourage you to do so because we're going to replay it. This is a good one. This is a good one. We're going to take a short break off of Spotify. Then we're going to answer questions. And we're going to answer some up. questions. And I we'll be yeah. right back. Yep. After that segment, your mind is being blown. Well, wait till you listen to it again and again. Look. We know that you won't be able to get all these gems in one viewing, so you're gonna need to watch it a couple more times to let it land. Head on over to TorqueTV.org to watch this portal and all the others, exclusively whenever you want, as many times as you want. This means gem after gem gets to blow your mind. We have unique subscription options that will suit you, so it's easy for anyone to watch. Torque TV. Hit that button, baby. People want the mint. Spotify, guess what? We're here. You guys get to partake in listening to some of the questions being asked. Question time. So we're going to make it a live portal kind of for you guys as well, which is a great treat every now and again, you know. Um, But we wanted to um, also record it because, you know, Things are playing up. Some of the questions <laughs> probably of it. are what they're asking yes, on and Spotify too. Yes, great point. Yes. So, first question: How do the two commandments apply to the performing arts mountain, and how do they bring the solution there? Love God and love your neighbor. Yes. Mm. What would you say, Pastor Robin? I don't think it changes anything. Yeah. I don't think it changes anything. It's not based on where you are. Yeah, I think if, yeah. Okay, that's that's good. It's not based on where you are. We're, we're saying that, the journey, you know. It doesn't base that on, on um, your destiny. It's mm, um, good. We're still called to love God. Whether we're in the mountain of uh, and the arts mountain, or wherever mm. the medical mountain, it doesn't matter. Love God and love your the neighbor, and then love your neighbor. Love God and love people. Yeah, you know. I think something that might bring some clarity here is, um, in any kind of industry or you know, kind of um culture that you're called to or any kind of society uh love god love people don't confuse that with love god please people oh no and don't don't confuse it with love god agree with people there it is there it is oh my gosh Uh, you can actually love your brethren by disagreeing with him yeah you don't agree because the scripture says that love keeps you in truth Yeah. yeah so if i love you enough i have to keep you in truth Mm-hmm. See, but again, the church, we always think that love means I've got to bend down and, you know, let you walk all over me and just say whatever you want to believe and whatever you want to say. I'm not going to say anything because that's being judgmental. Oh, no, that's please not the talk truth. About this because you can't have love without truth. Right. If you're walking off a cliff 
and I, and I see you about to walk off a cliff, if I don't tell you you're about to walk off a cliff, I don't love you. Right. I tolerate you. Yeah. Right? I sympathise with you. Yeah. So, so that, that comes down to am I my brother's keeper? There it is. And again, with love God, I think loving God sometimes means that you will disagree with people. Yeah. And love, loving God, meaning love God, and it's not just loving him, it's loving his ways, mm -hmm. it's loving his laws, mm -hmm. it's loving his character, mm. it's loving what he's doing. His solutions. His solutions, yeah. all of it. That, yep. That's all tied up with loving him because that's all tied up with relationship with him. Yeah. So I think that's an important <laughs> distinction. It's, no, very it's not much. love God, please people. And love God, no. Yeah. Agree with people. Do we have another question, team? That was a good question. No, that's a good question. How do you know when you're being vulnerable with the Lord or just being exposed? Ooh. And what is man's role in either one of the two? That's a really good question. Yeah, but being vulnerable doesn't make you with man. It make, uh, With God, it makes you with man. I'm sorry, I mucked that up. Being vulnerable doesn't make you um, with man. It's when you're vulnerable, it's God. It's it's nothing to do with being exposed. Mm. Nothing. Yeah, that's good. Man will cause exposure. Yeah. God will cause vulnerability. Yeah, that's powerful. A God will cause you to be vulnerable with your brethren as you're vulnerable with him. Mm -hmm. I think the key is um, the Lord will move through and use the enemy to expose things in you and use your brethren to expose things in you when you don't take him up on the chance to be vulnerable. Oh. Because so if you don't yeah, that if you don't if you don't choose to acknowledge what he sees, oh. then he'll use the enemy and your brethren to show you what he sees it keeps coming up that thing Whether that keeps coming up yeah so and that wow. has to be key. the choice to choose to Here acknowledge we go it again we're, we're talking about the two golden rules yeah that's why it's going to keep coming up because it's all tied up with the, the two golden rules and the perfect example of this is a pastor like you know the lord will work on his a certain thing in a you know a saint's relationship individually with that saint mm -hmm. and he'll give that saint multiple opportunities to be vulnerable with him in that area and see maybe you know uh the darkness in the soul area that he sees and he'll say like you need to commit this to me you need to acknowledge this denying this is not gonna transform it yeah but then if that saint willfully chooses not to be vulnerable because of fear of him being a perpetrator mm -hmm. then he will use someone like a leader to expose what the saint willfully chooses not to see and he'll make it so prevalent that the leader will see it and say right this is me loving you i must now keep you in truth this is what you're doing mm -hmm. you know so that, wow. i think that's that's might be some clarity on that also just to kind of take this question a bit deeper because i think this question could be a answering this is like when knowing or understanding when you're 
Is there a barometer? Let me pose it this way. Is there a barometer for knowing if you're only scratching the surface with a minor with the Lord or, you know, really getting down to a root? Mm, that's a good question. I know that's kind of one of those things yeah. like, okay, it's dependent on different things. But I think that could be a, a different side of the question of what this person I is think asking. I think, like, if I may, and then Pastor can give the final answer because she's going to have the ceiling word on this. I think whenever you end up talking to God more about circumstance than what's going on in your heart, you are always focusing on minor. Oh, 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 that just punched me in the nose. If you talk about the what and, you know, the how and the when more than the why, I'm sorry, I think you are majoring on minors. I think Drops, Mike. I think you major on minors because you don't want to face the majors. Uh, <laughs> okay, Pastor Robert, I can't with you. You know what? <laughs> Want to hit that one? Yes, I do. Next question. (laughs) I think it's the truth. It's really the truth, you know. Uh, It's an escape. It is. The minors. It is. The minors are just an escape. I just uh, don't want to face the major thing of what God says to love him and then love my brethren. So I'm going to, you know, talk about Medicare. I'm going to talk oh. about <laughs> abortion. I'm going to talk about this subject. I'm going to talk about that subject. Mm. Instead of seeing that the subjects are tied up with those two yeah, wow. golden principles. Well, the Pharisees did that all the time. They focused on the minors of the law. And he was trying to say to them, like, this is not what I'm focusing on. You want to focus on, okay, yeah, that person can't be healed on the Sabbath. But yet you would go and untie your donkey That's if he was, it. you know, you would go and rescue your That's donkey if he was it. caught in a ditch. That's it. That's what Jesus yeah. exposed. And he was getting to the majors of the heart. See, they wanted to use circumstance all the time. Can we come back to this? The, it's the language of circumstance. It's so prevalent in the church. It forms our narrative of God. Circumstance, please listen to this, will always make him the perpetrator. Yeah. Always. That's what Jesus brought out. He brought this out. You hypocrites, uh, you. You're a hypocrite. You want to talk about minor things, and I want to talk about major yeah. things. Yeah. Things that are going to give you eternal life, and you want to talk about temporary life yeah. on this earth. Like the, the disciples. You want to argue about who's the, you know, the most important. Here we go. You need to. Minor, minor, minor. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I really, Major really do. things are all about eternal things. Ooh. Minor things are about temporal things on this earth. Jesus. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I don't quite understand. I mean, there might be a couple of words missing from yeah. this one, so maybe I can paraphrase. This person's asking, what's the key to get hurt and bitterness? Maybe they're saying dealt with or healed yeah um daily do we give it to jesus i can i answer that please do please okay this person right past hurt and bitterness to get past the hurt and bitterness is to believe that god (laughs) wants that is to believe that he wants you healed Mm. 
that's the key. Yeah, to come on, come on, you're that touching he on it. Cares and that he wants you healed. He didn't hurt you, Ooh. so he wants you healed. Oh, that's wow. the key. Yeah, because if you believe that, you won't look at him as a perpetrator. Seriously, the key is to believe mm. that he wants this. Pastor Robin, you are on fire. You are, darling. You are, darling. Next Come question. On. Next question. This is cool. I like seeing them on the screen like this. Yes, I do Please, too, brother, believe that God more? wants this for you. Mm. Wow. Wow. And then when you, you know, as you begin to believe it, you can get this and you can move into your destiny. And I think the key too, Pastor, is to see if he can see the things in me that are dark and need to come up, how much more can he see the light? Oh, amen. You know, focus amen. on what he focuses on. Next person, can you explain why do minor things sometimes or sometimes are what God uses to locate the major things? Hmm. It's kind of what you said mm. about um, he has to use the minor things because maybe he's already trying to present the major thing. Mm -hmm. I think the key word here that the person has picked up on is locate. Yeah. Not change. See, minor things might locate a major thing that needs changing, but no change will take place until you change the major thing. Yeah. It's the domino effect. Change the major thing of the heart and, and you will affect the minor down. thing. But the minor thing might be used by God like a circumstance or a situation or a manifestation. Uh, and we you need know, to stop to bring saying expose. Yeah. We're going to say locate. I like that locate. word, not expose. Locate. Yeah. Hopefully that answers that question. And so, um, well, if you were to think about it, the minor things handle one thing. The major thing handles everything. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. That's it. Yeah. Major things touch everything. It's a real domino effect. But the minor things touch one subject. One subject. And I mean, if you're going to just live on minor things, you know, like they're going to be the most important thing. Every cause, everything, every, every situation, you're going to run around in circles. Literally run around in circles. Yep. And guess what? They're not going to last. Nope. And nothing will the change. Result. <laughs> you yep. know what just landed in me? Minor things also have a thread to the major. They're mm. not disconnected. No. In not. sense of you but have this thing wrong with you, this thing wrong with you. But this they just thing don't last. Minor things are like veins. Yes. They always lead back to the heart. Exactly. And the veins need the blood to flow through them clearly. Exactly. But it always goes back to the circulation issue from the heart. Right. And that's why yeah. the enemy always makes the minor things look like major things because yeah. he makes it look like separate issues. You got yeah. an issue with relationships. You got issue with your finances. You got issues with this. Then you feel like it's chaos. As you stated earlier, yeah. there's not chaos to what the Lord is doing. Yeah. 
So we're not in all these splinters of all these issues that all need all this healing. I think that's what also scares us is that being overwhelmed that you have all these things that the Lord needs to fix. The Lord needs to do something about when it's like, no, all of it leads back to just. And that's what I want to say. I think to, to wrap that up, a lot of minor things in one thing doesn't make it major. Mm. No, no, we like think. a lot of veins <laughs> in the hand doesn't make the hand the heart. Mm. Think, you know I, what I'm saying? I think that and I think that's what we yeah, think as Christians. I think, yes. I think if we jump on that one, yeah. we can really yes. see that we try to get all the minor things and wrap them in them one together, thing and make it a major a thing. Major thing, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, with a great solution, but it doesn't because yeah. they're not leading to the same thing. Mm. It's an assortment of. Thoughts circumstances and circumstances oh, and causes oh. and answers oh. and solutions. Jesus is the Lord. No, no, no. Oh. doesn't work. The we got any more questions? Major things. What wow, I think that's it. That's it. That was a good round. That was good. Oh, he's coming off hot on that one. Hey. Guys, we're gonna come back with the final charge. From Dr. Robin. Uh, are we and on, on screen? On um, Probably not. On camera? Yeah, we're on yeah. camera. Oh, Wonderful. I've been looking up. I'm sorry. That's all right. Yeah. We're looking at our confidence <laughs> monitor. Yeah, He's giving us all our questions. We literally turned Facebook off. Yes. Cause, all right. Because they turned us off. Uh, it's a minor thing. It's a minor thing. It's a minor thing because we found a solution. Yeah. Yeah. To get to the major thing. Oh, right. Jesus. All right. We'll be right back. Hello again, everybody. Pastor Nate here. And with a special important update regarding Dipping Night and how we're uh, going to be conducting Dipping Night in this crazy time. So we are not stopping Dipping Night. Pastor Robin has given us the go ahead. And so Dipping Night will now be moving completely online. So we are going to be opening registrations this week. We're going to be having our prophetic groups, our prophetic art and our prophetic leadership groups all operating via our Zoom online virtual web conferencing. So we are excited. This is going to be a new venture for us. So if you want to have more information, please go to dippingnight.talknyc.org or you can uh, visit our Facebook page and see social posts that will be posted shortly about it. And uh, we are requiring everyone to RSVP ahead of time so that we can just manage, you know, the um, people coming in. But yeah, we encourage you to join us because God is speaking in this time. There's not a shortage of the word of the Lord. He's speaking and we want to hear what he's saying. So go to dippingnight.talknyc.org and find out how to register now. Thank you. I think you're going to do a uh, some sort of a... Are you, I don't usually do it for Portals Live, but are we doing another jingle? Are we doing another portal this I week? I think we're going to do all sorts of different things. I don't, know. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Do you want me to do an African like, tribal dance with this one? <laughs> I'm minoring on my natural... It's not, yeah, it's not major. It's not major. So we're, we're actually recording, so we'll get this on Talk TV. Yeah. And uh, guess what? They won't turn it off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we have a major thing that God has given us. Pastor, you were saying uh, before we came back in. Yes, you wanted to close on this statement. I just said that minor things detour. 
they detour you off the journey. Yeah, every they time. really do. Every time you look at one thing, instead of looking at the long-term mm. vision, you just get distracted by something. Oh, yes, I need to be a part of that. And so you lose focus on the long-term plan. And you do de- get distracted yeah. and detoured. And I think to, to scripturally show that where this is, like, you know, um, you know, seen is Peter. When he says to Jesus, you're not going to the cross. You know, he was focused on his interpretation of what it looked like, which uh, which was a minor thing, but really, which was what I said in the break, which it was definitely a, which was, a, was a plight from the enemy to get him so distracted onto the minor Detour thing, it. so Satan could come for the major thing and throw that off course, which was don't send him to the cross and provide eternal salvation. That's why the Lord said to him, "Get behind me, Satan! You're not mindful of the things of God." You know, you're focusing on something that I'm not focusing on. And he, and he also rebuked yeah. Peter. He also, yep. even though though he said, get thee behind me, Satan, he let, let Peter hear it. Yeah, too. even when he cut off his ear, he said, don't you know I can, like, ask my father? You're majoring yeah. on minus here. You, you're majoring on something that I'm not majoring on. Yeah. You're majoring on a minor and Peter, I just... You know, I'm going to rebuke you, the devil in you, but I want you to hear. You're entertaining yeah. the devil. Right. And so, uh, you know, for our listeners, what I said in the Spotify uh, break and to our Portals Live audience was, if you, while you're majoring on the minor, you can know for a fact that the devil is majoring on the major mm. and he's coming for it in your life. And he wants you distracted from seeing the major things, seeing the heart issues. He wants you distracted by the surface stuff so that you never locate it. Mm. Because he knows true change comes from when you locate that and you allow the Holy Spirit to let you be totally vulnerable with him. Give it all, like Pastor said, throw yourself on him. That can bring change. And Satan doesn't want change. Mm. He wants you chasing your tail. So he'll so he'll put a cluster of minor things in your life, and call it major, and, and when, have you really when, distracted? When we talk about minor, to finish it off, what is minor? It's our um, perception of something. It's our perception. We ain't never gonna get out this portal. Of what's going on? Ooh. Right? Go, you need to hit that um, because geez. I can tell you what's Ooh. the major thing? The answer of what's going on. So you've got your perception from minor. Oh, wow. My opinion on what's going on is this, this, and this, and oh. this. <laughs> and then you've got the major thing, which is the actual truth. The truth and also the solution because it's wrapped up in those two golden principles of God. So a saying the Holy Spirit just gave me, you would say if your perception is not aligned with his conception, that's right. you will fall into deception. Deception. Uh, you know what? I think we'll hit that and say amen. 
I just. <laughs> What do you do? Hallelujah. What do you do? I love it. Well, I've we been know. So we actually know week. we've done something because, wow, we've had a lot of movement going on there. We did. Wow. We, we did. Wow, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord, just so much for this. Um, I know this will bring so much healing. I mean, it's bringing healing myself in here. I don't know about you guys. Jesus. Getting that perspective of the Lord is just so encouraging. And, you know, then we don't have to walk as someone questioned in bitterness and hurt, thinking the Lord doesn't care about these things or the Lord doesn't have our back. And as we were saying during service, you know, that defending ourselves, are we ready to give that up, to be ready? And these things are the very things, these minors are what we need to give up to be ready. Yeah. For our hearts to be positioned to receive and replicate these two golden rules as we stated today. So, Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I just thank you. I just don't have any other words but to thank you, Lord, for this portal. And listeners, I hope that it also took you to another level to see the difference between the two and also to bring you some healing. Amen. So, guys, you know where to reach us. I'm sure you've heard many ads on how to find us on our websites and Facebooks, on our Torque NYC Facebook page. You can also reach out to us um, if you need some healing or want to take this to the next step of helping you get to the bottom of your roots that have been affecting you and keeping you from loving one another, but most importantly, loving the body of Christ. Amen. So, guys, it's been another episode of Portals. Can I just say one thing? You can. I, I really feel like um, we should include in the breaks uh, and um, we can do that that prophetic song that was released are you ready i feel like the listeners need to hear it you yes know? what's that one the, and the other song that we sung prophetic you know um utterance uh singing to our soul that's the one remember i truly believe who we're going to put that to. in from today yeah it needs to go in remember yes uh, just read those the line of those words and let it seal it with that. He says, Oh my soul, remember who you're talking to. The only one who death bows to. That's right. That's the God who walks with you. Yeah. And oh my soul, you know that if he did it then he'll do he it. He can again. do it all again. His power can still raise the dead. Tell your soul this. Don't tell me that he's finished yet. Yeah, it's very good. Wow. I know it's an older song, but it really touched my heart when I heard it. And I just felt this is really appropriate for getting this soul saved, getting this soul renewed, because the soul needs to be renewed. That is a major thing. It is, because... um, you know, we say our mind needs to be renewed, 
Our soul needs to uh, re be redeemed, renewed. Mm. It needs to because our soul is leading us astray. Wow. And I'm going to say no more. Neither so am I. God bless you for tonight. Good night. Wow, it's been quite a portal. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Bye. Bye. Love you. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Portals Podcast. We hope you were encouraged, uplifted and challenged to go deeper in your relationship with Jesus. To get the latest episode, don't forget to subscribe to the Portals Podcast either via iTunes, Spotify, Anchor or your talk app. Why don't you go ahead and share this with someone that you know needs to hear these life-changing truths that were revealed today. Or you can even tell us how it affected you by leaving us a comment or a review. We look forward to being with you again shortly. Until next time, God bless.